Please be seated. There is a beautiful story that I read once about a pastor being called to a congregation and realizing that his flock could only keep the doors open for another 10 months. The pastor, whose specialty was shepherding congregations with plans to close, decided to do something different this, this time. Instead of simply allowing the community to slip into death, he would take the remainder of the funds and create a type of ministry that would not let his congregation sit and wait for the inedible. This is what the pastor did next. He advised his congregation that if someone in their small town needed any type of assistance, they would find a way to help them. Many in the church were apprehensive. They had prepared to close the church, not to do more outreach. But here was this crazy pastor forcing them to go into their small town and connect with their neighbors. Some members left outright because it was easier for them to leave rather than do what this minister was requiring. Those who stayed began to use the congregation's remaining funds to go and help their community. For the next several months, members of the congregation raked leaves, painted houses, paid overdue bills, and sometimes simply listened to and encountered people in their homes and places of business. This congregation had decided that if they were going to die, they would go away in service and in communion with the people around them. So they helped, listened, and prayed with their neighbors, and God blessed them tremendously. Because this congregation decided to live out their calling, it gave them energy, made them known in their community. Their love became palpable, present, and infectious. This tiny congregation prayed with their neighbors, laughed, and cried with them. This small but faithful congregation became what this morning, morning's gospel calls us to do, to be good stewards of the gifts of God. What happened next is nothing short of a miracle. This tiny congregation grew from having 20 to 30 people on a Sunday to hundreds because they decided that being good stewards of their spiritual gifts and this saved their congregation. When I was a community organizer, I would often visit different churches and meet with their leadership teams. My community work put me in contact with varying church administrators, ministers, and volunteers. However, some of the meanest people I encountered operated the maglogs at these churches. 
Once I didn't even reach the door before I was stopped by a senior warden of an Episcopal church, and I had to explain my business at their premises quickly. By the end of the conversation, I had to recall the rector's name, briefly describe the 39 articles, and recite the Nicene Creed before I was allowed inside. The most tragic thing I have seen congregations do during this, this time of spiritual uncertainty is to become fearful or reactionary to the changing times and changing people. Some Christians become afraid of everything. What will happen to the congregation they love, the building they have maintained over the years, and what will happen if the congregation fails to attract those young, hip people with their kids and growing bank accounts. They become fearful of the world outside their walls, afraid of technology, frightened of change, and basically terrified of everything. They are effectively paralyzed by what is foreign. Those congregations that fear change and innovation are no better than the third slave who nervously buried his talent in the dirt, worried that he would lose it or invest it recklessly. But our house of worship is not some glorified nonprofit with posh marble and fine cutlery. We are something completely different from that. The role of the Christian community is to bring out those gifts in us and help us discern and discover the gifts that others frequently see in us, but we fail to see in ourselves. But it is, it is through the gathered people of God that we learn who we are, but more importantly, who we can become. This often requires sacrifice, tough conversations, but more importantly, love. Because our Lord is love and everything related to Him is rooted in the universal and unchanging supreme value, which is love. Through these doors, we learn to love, to listen, to care, and to grow, compassion, to grow as compassionate and nurturing human beings. This is why Christians cannot exist in isolation. And to believe that you can be a Christian by yourself at home is quite frankly a little arrogant. Coming together should soften the soul, uplift the spirit, and change the world. Again, let me be clear. We are not a social service organization. We are not community organizers meeting at an inconvenient time. Instead, our faith is what plays a transformative role in our life because of the example of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, which calls us to transform the world. And through faith, we know that we cannot accept the world as it is, but instead dream of what this world of ours can become. Our talent, 
our talents, our gifts can be transformative. They can feed people through mobile meals. It can transform Dean Willie Hall into a warming shelter and even become a place that welcomes new people from all walks of life through our welcome team. Because remember, the Lord calls us to be with the marginalized, the oppressed, and to labor in His fields, and to use the gifts He has given us until He comes again. Amen.